This is We Are Netflix, Netflix employees talking about work and life at Netflix. We've had a couple of films even representing the Northeast. We've had films in, in Bengal. We, we are doing films down south. Uh, we're doing a series up north. We've done series in Punjab. So we're trying to bring in as much diversity as possible while getting to know our consumers better as well. For many of us in the United States, our understanding of Indian cinema begins and ends with Bollywood, a term that actually refers to Hindi cinema made in Mumbai. Imagine thinking all of American cinema could be reduced to the Westerns. Pretty limited, both in terms of geography and subject matter. In fact, in a given year, India produces more movies than any other nation on Earth, hundreds more than the United States and Canada. When you consider the population of India, 1.3 billion and growing, it's easy for that fact to click into perspective. Of course, a group of people that large and diverse would have a robust tradition of storytelling, supported by an entire industry of television and film. I'm Lyle Troxell, and on this episode of We Are Netflix, we're joined by Monica Shergill, Vice President of Content at Netflix India, and Trishti Arya, Director of International Original Film at Netflix India. They paint a picture of the robust film and television industry in India, including Netflix participation in it. Netflix has announced more than 60 original series and films from India. This year, we have already launched 24 new films and series, in addition to stand-up specials, documentaries, and kids' animation. In our discussion, Monica and Shristi speak of their efforts to reach new and diverse audiences in India, as well as what the work culture is like at Netflix. The first thing I wanted to understand was just the sheer size of the industry in India. Monica, Shristi, thank you so much for joining me. I've heard that India has one of the largest film industries in the world and larger than Hollywood and stuff. Can you kind of give me a sense of scale? I think it's the second largest film industry in the world. We have multiple languages you know, besides Hindi, which is the more popularly known as Bollywood part of the industry. But we do have several languages across and we uh, we have the board of certification, which uh, sometimes does up to 1600 films in a year. So, yeah, I would say it's, it's huge. And you, you say that Hindi and Bollywood are kind of synonymous, but Bollywood's not all of India content. Yes. Not at all. We have uh, very robust industries in uh, Tamil uh, in the south, the Telugu again in the south, the Malayalam. We also have a very strong following for Bengali films, Marathi films, Punjabi films, and these are just uh, Gujarati films. We also have small industries that are doing Sinhalese films. So India is a is a is a is a country of great diversity, and we are a land of storytellers. So uh, you know we've all grown up on stories. And from listening to your grandma's tales right up to making the biggest blockbuster movies, that's how we enjoy being entertained. Can you give me um, a difference between kind of the more Hollywood type of uh, film creation or, or v- movie creation process and what's happening in India? Is there differences? Is there similarities? Well, essentially, there's a difference of scale uh, in terms of how big the market is. Uh, the English language uh, market is obviously much larger than any of the Indian languages. But uh, we do have a very uh, strong following here. Uh, we have a great affinity for local language content. But uh, in terms of cinema, we'd like to believe that uh, you know we can keep up with the best in the world. We have a great amount of pride for our stories and we do... Uh, all sorts of stories, whether they are small, intimate stories like, say, a marriage story, which would have equivalents in India, or even uh, building up to our own superheroes. So uh, I'd say they're similar, but quite different. 
So listing out different areas of the country sounds like also different languages. Are there a, different, a lot of different languages? Uh, Monica, do you want to tell me about the kind of the diversity of India from a language perspective? So we have several different languages. The country is divided from north to south, east to west. We have languages which are state languages. We have dialects within those states. So we have many, many different languages. And we do business in at least 10 different languages in the country. And uh, like Srishti said earlier, we uh, have the film industry, which operates out of many states. So we have language cinema coming out. Hindi uh, takes care of 45% of the box office share, if I were to say. And the South languages between the five South languages that we have is about 36% of the share. But in terms of actual uh, content diversity, we really have you know, both in the film industry and also if I were to add the linear broadcast networks, we have tremendous number of channels, 800 plus at last count. So that's the kind of diversity that we have. Wow. Do you think of these different areas of India as different taste regions as well? Are different areas interested in different types of shows, different story types? You know, stories are universal, Lyle. I feel that uh, where emotions are concerned, where aspirations of people are concerned, it's the same kind of storytelling that works. But we are filming out of several different cities across the countries, different states, different cities. In terms of the kinds of stories that we are telling, we are looking at heartland stories. We are telling very urban stories also. It's a, it's a great mix of uh, the kind of audiences that we have today, which likes a lot of uh, uh, international content also on the service. But with every subsequent title that we do with the slate that we program, we're expanding into more and more audiences. All right. I'm going to talk about, I want, I want to kind of get a picture of what your daily life is. Both of you, Monica and Shrishti, you both work together in the same office. What is that office like? What city is it in? What does it feel like when you walk into the office? Yeah, well, we both miss office terribly. Uh, because we're all holed up at home at the moment. But uh, we've actually, both of us, been watching The Office grow. Uh, as, uh, you know, we're baby steps in India. We've just about started about two years ago. And uh, it, it's it's an open office. Uh, everybody can see everybody. And that energy that when you walk into that space is palpable. You know, everybody's excited about what they're doing. And, you know, we're just talking over each other sometimes and some people with their noise-canceling headphones. Uh, I keep uh, walking up to Monica all the time and bothering her no matter what she's doing because <laughs> we sit in this uh, open plan. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's very, um, you know, you it, it's very community. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like you're part of something that's bigger. And that's something that uh, we've been trying to recreate even while we were stuck at home, uh, you know, hanging out together on um, uh, casually, whether it's a company meeting or just get togethers. Uh, in fact, uh, recently, Monica had a little celebration, so to speak, uh, on Hangouts uh, because we had a big announcement come out with uh, so many titles. And uh, we, you know, we wanted to make the teams that work so hard on it feel special. Is it has it been challenging with COVID? Are you all working from home all the time? Yeah, I think I'll uh, take that. And to Srishti's earlier point, actually, we really, really miss being in office together because the kind of energy and warmth that you have when you're, you know, walking in and out of meetings, you're bumping into somebody in the pantry, you have those quick side conversations. 
So the last seven months uh, have been uh, very tough on, uh, uh, you know, everyone working from home, not just from the point of view of, uh, uh, you know, the, the work, but also it's, uh, uh, it's challenging because India had one of the toughest lockdowns. It was really extended across, I think, for two to three months. It was a very, very tough lockdown. So not everybody has, you know, the kind of space which is comfortable to work from home. But also uh, the work increased a lot more, which is uh, very good in a way, because a lot more people were really turning to Netflix to really find the comfort in stories, to be able to get away from what was happening. So I think uh, we were working twice as hard. Our creators were working twice as hard. Teams were working twice as hard. So it has been tough, but also it's been great to at least have the comfort of meeting each other every day on the multiple sort of VCs that we have, the calls that we have. So that's also been good in a way. And you're in Mumbai and there's about 100 employees. What do you see your growth look like, Monica, in India for, for employees working in Mumbai or maybe other offices? I think we've rapidly grown from the time I joined and Srishti has been here for uh, much longer than me. I joined last year when we were, I think, uh, barely like 60 odd of us. And in the last few months, we've grown so rapidly. And uh, I feel that looking at how we are programming uh, for Netflix in the next few years in India, we are really... Uh, ramping up fast. We are looking at a very, very robust series slate. Films are already, uh, you know, we have a full slate. We are licensing more. So overall, in terms of the content that we are planning, the team is also expanding accordingly. So what we really want to do, if I could just put it in one line for you, we are looking to be the service of choice for people in India, the one definitive service which gives them every kind of content that they would be looking for, every flavor, every scale, every kind of story that they would want to see, we would want to give on Netflix India. That's quite ambitious. What are the challenges in doing that? Well, multitude of challenges because, uh, and I think Srishti can add from a film's perspective also, I would, you know, give a sense from a series perspective because Mm -hmm. premium storytelling is a very new and distinctive category in India. We've actually not done premium storytelling in India prior to streaming. Uh, Linear has been pretty much formulaic. So getting our industry to really, you know, watching and enjoying content, which is uh, premium serialized content is one thing. But for our talent teams outside, our writers, our, uh, you know, showrunners, our teams, to really be able to come together and work in the format of writers' rooms and, uh, you know, write series in the way that Netflix has introduced in terms of the binge-worthy series, that has been a bit of a, you know, challenge for the market as a whole, not just for Netflix. It's the same for the other streaming services also. But that is a great learning experience. It's a great opportunity for us to be able to, uh, you know, together learn and upskill the market. So that's a very exciting journey, but a very big challenge also. But I think we are on a good road now. And, you know, with every passing title, we are really getting better and better at that. Monica, what is coming? What, what originals are you working on? What are, you, what are we going to launch soon? What are you excited about coming down the pipe? Actually, recently we announced uh, 17 originals. For next year, we have a pretty full slate. Uh, even though we've uh, had disruptions in production, but we 
have really worked together as a team to have a very robust slate of uh, a lot of original films, a lot of licensed titles, uh, unscripted and some scripted series also. When you say those 17 titles, can you give me a taste of what they are like, what they are? So it's been a, a really interesting mix of uh, films and series, uh, whether they're scripted or they're unscripted. We've been trying to cover many genres. So, so far, I think we've been pretty female forward. We've had a bit of horror. We've had um, a lot of uh, family. We've had some humor. We've had a cop drama. We've had an army film. And now we're going to get into something really meta called AK versus AK, uh, which is something I promise you have not seen before. And coming up ahead, there's lots to do. Uh, like you were saying, Lyle, there is, um, you know, this is such a diverse country. Uh, and we have so much to say uh, and such an incredible uh, amount of talent available to us to say the stories with that uh, this is we're just getting started. Can we talk a bit about what it looks like for an original to get produced and actually land on the service? Like I know the very last part where they they wrapped up production and we're, we're working on making sure the content's available and we launch it on the service that I know about. But what happens early on? How do you find uh, content. How how do you step through that process of creating it? You know, on the film side, it's uh, we have the the easier end of the stick uh, because uh, you know uh, we have made a lot of films in India uh, as a country. So films come to us at various stages. Sometimes just as an idea that a filmmaker needs to tell desperately, and we help them kind of go through the whole development process. Sometimes it comes to us as a ready script because people have been working so long at it. And then we help them uh, package it, put it together, make sure they have the right crew, the right cast. And of course, eventually, you know, do what will be most exciting for our subscribers to get. And uh, sometimes we've also had the opportunity of seeing a film that's uh, uh, ready to go. And then we just kind of package it together. But on the series side. Well, uh, let's hold for a second on the on the film side. I'll ask on the series side again. But Trishi, when you get a script or you get an idea or you get a production that's kind of ready to go, we did, they just need funding to launch, right? And you decide to do it or not. Are you looking for a certain thing that's going to fit Netflix? Are you are you judging it from a perspective? Like, how do you decide that it's appropriate for us or that it's right? You know, we have just one North Star, and that is what is going to get our consumers the maximum joy. So we're always looking for stories that our viewers would like to see. Uh, we know that people have different moods and they want to they want to be engaging with different kinds of contents at that content at that time. I think the only thing would be uh, to keep in mind would be like how much the creator wants to tell the story, the passion and the honesty that it comes from. Authenticity is a big buzzword that we use around the office. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it, right? And that authenticity aspect of looking at the passion from the from the creators that you're hiring, that's more about knowing they can fulfill some vision. But the the North Star for you really is if our audience will enjoy it. Absolutely. Monica, what is the journey of a series uh, on Netflix, a series original in India? Yeah, the journey of a series original, uh, Lyle, starts with hundreds of pitches that come our way. And uh, uh, they could range from really huge Bibles that you have to go through where people have thought through things you know, of multiple seasons to more often than not uh, bare bones ideas where we have to get, uh, you know, from the get go, we have to start the development and really work hard with the team, set up the writing teams, etc. 
and really, you know, go through what the motions of creating a series are. Series, like I said earlier, is a slightly premium TV, actually, is a complex and new world for India. So uh, it's it, while it's a very interesting and fun journey, uh, on the one hand, it's also a longer, deeper, intense and complex journey where we are all finding our way. And it always is nicer when you have uh, someone who has the vision and can see through the multiple seasons or at least two seasons at a go because it's a universe of characters and you really need to plot longer arcs. So uh, from a binge perspective, it's something which the industry uh, and the talent pool is learning right now. And uh, in the market itself, you know, not just Netflix, across the board, it's something uh, where the entire talent pool is actually getting this new skill set. So it's an interesting phase, but also a very complex phase. And when you, uh, it takes about, I would say, a year and a half to... uh, uh, get the production from writing to production at the very least. So a uh, average turnaround time for uh, a mid-sized series in India currently would be two years, which if I were to look at Hollywood TV, it's much faster. Yeah. But I think we'll also get there, uh, you know, uh, after a couple of years when, uh, you know, the market gets a little more mature and we are, uh, you know, we've, we've got more series under our belt. It's interesting. I asked kind of like what's appropriate for Netflix and and you both talked about what we're looking for, which doesn't sound like any kind of rule set at all. Is that true? Are you kind of defining what Netflix will look like in India by the content that emerges that looks good to you? I think, Lyle, what we're looking at is really very brave, original, singular and entertaining choices because the country is so diverse. The tastes are so diverse that it's really uh, about finding the stories which we haven't been able to tell in the one-to-many mediums. All the mediums of storytelling, the platforms of storytelling that we've had in the country have been one-to-many, whether it's broadcast, whether it's cinema, where families go, a bunch of friends go and enjoy. But streaming is the one format which has actually given a chance to the audiences, the the one-to-one experience of Uh, enjoying a story which probably nobody else around you in the same room uh, has to sit and watch. It's uh, you can watch together, you can enjoy a kind of a story alone. So streaming has really given that opportunity in a country which has single TV homes or like I said, the theater where you go as a family or friends experience. So I think that has really given us uh, an opportunity to explore the multitude of stories that exist out there. Shrishi, you've been at Netflix a little bit longer, so you've probably seen a production go to launch that you were involved in. How much of the decision, like, so you've seen whether your gut check on on whether it was going to work or not worked. How much of deciding whether a film is going to work is kind of science based on numbers of like how much potential audience and all that? And how much of it is, oh, this is a good story, kind of a gut reaction? You know, it, it's something that comes to you from the gut. Of course, we are informed a lot by uh, having you know, certain information about like what seems to track a little more and what people seem to stick with. But essentially, it's a very human process. Uh, We have a fantastic team of people working here. And uh, even across even early days, and now we have like more people and more minds all dedicated towards one cause. So we do talk through about how do we make sure that everything uh, that you could possibly want would be available 
in the format that you would like to watch it, whether it's a long form series or it's a mini series or it's a film or an anthology film, which even breaks it down further. Uh, but it does all stem from that. We believe in creative freedom. And uh, so we want people to come and express themselves in a way that is going to engage with our members. Monica, I was reading through the press release of the 17 originals, and I noticed that there was a lot of highlight on who who the people were. And not being a, a major watcher of Indian content, I'm sure that will change over time. I <laughs> realized I didn't know a lot of these people, but it seems like star connection or, or talents, the people that are reassociating, is really important. Is the talent connected to a production really important to the audiences in India? Yeah, you're right about that, Lyle. We are actually a very talent-driven market. Uh, and uh, big talent, big celebrities, uh, and uh, directors, writers who are known, who uh, have had a proven track record, uh, people do tend to gravitate to watching uh, and following that talent on and off screen. So that's very interesting. I mean, uh, that, that's how, uh, you know, that's who we are as a people. And we are a celebrity-driven culture, talent-driven culture. So it's interesting. We cast also sometimes looking at the kind of content we have. Sometimes there are writers who actually write keeping certain kind of talent in mind. But having said that, the also very interesting thing, which has started in cinema in the last few years, is a lot of story-led cinema. And streaming has actually taken that to another level where there are breakthrough stars coming, where uh, new talent, emerging voices are getting a chance to create content and also to star in that content. So I really fundamentally feel, uh, and I think Srishti can add to that, that across the content that we do, we are looking at a lot of new emerging original voices and people who we can cast. Srishti, does that track with you? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, there is a comfort that we have of familiar faces. And like Monica was saying, you know, not just writing to uh, uh, a kind of a movie star or a talent or what the talent stands for. It's like comfort food. You know what you're getting. And, uh, you know, sometimes you rely on this uh, big movie star or this really popular actor to kind of come in and, uh, you know, you don't need to explain who this person is and the story just whisks you away. Mm -hmm. uh, we do find that people love to uh, try out content that has familiar faces but like Monica was saying as well, uh, we are seeing a lot of talent emerging on our service as well, both behind and in front of the camera. We have introduced about eight uh, new directors and I'm going to say about five or six new writers as well, uh, as well as some new producers. These are these fresh, interesting voices that come with things that haven't been seen before. So it, it has to work out to be a really nice mix. Sometimes the story needs to have a fresh face. If you're telling the story of a, you know, a, of something exciting, Monica, I'm going to say on the series side that's going to come out. And uh, I can't name it, but like we're looking at launching a whole bunch of uh, uh, new uh, kids because that's what the story is about. Uh, and, you know, you can't really take expected faces in that. Also, sorry, Srishti, just to add, we can talk about Jamtara, which was absolutely yeah. new faces. And it's a series uh, which did very well. Uh, we launched it earlier this year. And uh, uh, it was about two brothers who uh, are involved in a phishing scam in a very small town in India. And uh, the entire cast was practically new. And it was a very gritty, beautiful, well-told drama. In fact, even the writers and the whole, the whole team was actually uh, uh, practically new. So 
Yeah. That and that's Jamtara. Yes, Jamtara. Jamtara, and that's available, of course, globally now because it's on Netflix as an original. Yes. Yes. Let me ask one more thing. When when you've got a a, a new a show and you re, there's no talent connected to it, it's just come to a new film, for example. How do you decide who you're going to cast, and what's that relationship building? How do we uh, like, are these stars that are already formed and, and have a great career, are they interested in working with us? Trishti, do you want to talk about that kind of casting of stars to match content? Uh, you know, I think it, essentially if you're telling a great story beyond a point, the, the, the lines that were drawn between theatrical and on streaming are blurring very quickly. Uh, I think we have uh, approached it in a very interesting way about getting uh, some of the best filmmakers to come and start working with us which in turn gives the confidence to uh, the on-screen talent as well, right? Uh, so not only that, and now we're finding that they're more and more interested in doing series uh, mm -hmm. because they see the power of uh, telling a story over multiple hours. Uh, but, uh, you know, encouraged by a lot of what they're doing uh, cross-border with uh, films like Extraction or Old Guard, we are seeing that a lot of uh, our current uh, Bollywood movie stars as well are uh, definitely... Um, getting more and more engaged with us on potential titles that we could work on together. Shrishi, as someone that focuses on film, are you jealous on the, uh, the strength of storytelling over a series? No, that's mine too. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we're, we're one team. Awesome. Well, you mentioned that um, Jamtara and other shows, quite a bit of shows, have actually succeeded really well outside of India. They're produced in India for you know focusing on the local content and, and local people as an audience. But then they get picked up and they run really well in different countries. How much of that is important when thinking about creating a show or whether it will succeed in France or in the US or something? Actually, very little of that is important, Lyle, because we are such a large country with such a potential of a huge audience here that it's really important for us to create shows, uh, as we like to say, local for local. And uh, that's the primary audience that we want to engage the shows with. And films, shows, everything. And, you know, if it travels, it's great. Because there, there's, of course, the Indian diaspora across the globe. But also, you know, a lot of the shows track well uh, in the LATAM countries, Middle East. We have a lot of audience. So it's interesting when uh, uh, films and series travel, but I think what is more actually important for us and what makes us happier is when it travels within India. So yeah. because that's where the focus is. So it doesn't affect that, that the potential global market doesn't affect your decision whether you're going to launch something or not. It's really just icing on the cake if it happens. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because uh, our entire, uh, you know, sort of selection process, the way we put everything together, it's really to entertain the Indian audiences. We talk on this podcast quite a bit about um, our culture of freedom and responsibility. So I assume that I know the answer to this, but what's the process in deciding a show goes green? Like, Shrishti, if you like a, a script, do you just decide to do it or do you have to check with other people? How do you actually manage that responsibility? You know, I don't have to check with other people, but I like to, uh, you know, uh, you can't be isolated as a creative. It's a good thing to, you know, get as many opinions, but then uh, go with your gut and go with what you think. And that's the way that we like to be across teams. Uh, it's, uh, you know, there's no one kind of deciding factor. We all know what our interest is. And I think like, you know, when we're working together, right, we have a simple 
idea about what it is that we want to achieve. And uh, all of us just go for it in the way that we think is best. Monica, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, actually, to what Srishti is saying, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful thing that we don't operate by groupthink here. You know, and on the one hand, uh, you know, everybody's sort of, uh, we, we work as a team and we jam, but everyone is free to actually, if you believe in an idea, you can impress that idea upon to your colleagues, your friends, and as a team, so long as it fits within the strategy of what we want to do uh, as Netflix India, I think uh, it's great that all of us in the team come from very different backgrounds. We have very different tastes. Yes, we have overlapping tastes also. But I think the fun of it is that uh, we are programming for a very, very heterogeneous audience, people with very diverse tastes. So it really helps to have everyone using their own brains, tastes, you know, uh, interests, and then programming for the audience. If there's about 100 of you in the office there, how do you make sure that you're representing that giant uh, group of people? How do you know that you're actually doing a good job of that? You, you know, Lyle, we try. And uh, that's, that's, I think, the, the most important thing. I think one of the most wonderful things about Netflix is that we are aware of our responsibility uh, to represent both on-screen and off-screen. And this is something that we all very consciously try to keep in mind. Uh, yeah. That we make sure that as many uh, diverse sets of people, based on their gender, sexuality, their belief system, their religion, their language, you know, get represented. And we're just growing. A hundred people in India is a very small sample size. Yeah. But I think we've got it pretty. Uh, we've got it pretty okay, Monica. What do you say? I think I'd like to focus on the fun part of programming for such a diverse audience. But if I were to just look at the challenges. I think, yeah, there are very, very different kinds of tastes. There are certain genres do, that do very well. So we try to lean into those, like crime works very well here. Romance works very well. Comedy is a very big challenge for the country. We would really like to create a lot more comedy content because uh, I think we can all do with a laugh here, but uh, that's a very tough space for us to program. And uh, in terms of finding new stories, we know that those stories exist out there, but it's still not that mature a market in terms of really high quality, high concept, premium storytelling. So I think that is a journey that we still have to cover. It's very, very early days. But I think as we go along, as people are seeing more content, there's a lot more acquired taste of new kind of content. So a lot more creators are also coming out. Are there right now really underrepresented groups in India that are not in the film industry, that are not, their stories aren't being told? And how are you trying to tackle that? You know, Lyle, we've been trying and, you know, there's just so much to cover. So there have been baby steps. We have been, uh, you know, having uh, more and more uh, lives reflected on screen. So we just have to uh, try and make sure like we have right now seeing things not just by fe uh, not just by female protagonists, but also like female creators. It brings a different gaze. We've had a couple of films even representing the Northeast. We've had films in, in Bengal. We, we are doing films down south. Uh, we're doing a series up north. We've done series in Punjab. So we're trying to bring in as much diversity as possible while getting to know our consumers better as well. What's it like to work together? I mean, Shristi, you work as a director in charge of film. You work for Monica. Are you in a situation where it's very clear who's boss and you have to be careful? 
you know, honestly, the way that, uh, you know, we work together uh, and, I, and Monica had talked to this a lot more because she has to deal with a lot more of us than I do. But, you know, there's an openness to debate and that's a very important part of our culture as well. So we constantly try to make sure that we make people speak. I have to sometimes uh, be quiet because I'm the jabber, jabber, jabber. Monica is the one who's listening, peacefully making sure people get their turn to speak up as well. So I think it works well because we're all different personalities and uh, there's respect. I've learned a lot from Monica and she's going to be terribly embarrassed that I'm saying this. But, uh, you know, just being able to hang in there and let everybody do their piece and at the same time guide everybody uh, you know, towards the larger goals that have been set for her and by that set for the rest of us uh, has been really quite incredible to watch. I've also, uh, you know, ever since I've come in, learned a lot from Srishti. She's uh, been at Netflix longer and there's a lot more of the culture in the company that she understands. And where what I've noticed is that, you know, uh, from a global culture perspective, it's one of the finest uh, uh, ways of working that I've personally experienced. I've been in different companies and corporate cultures before, but Netflix, the kind of flexibility and freedom it gives to a team to really come together collaboratively and yet be open to dissenting with each other. I think that's something that's really amazing at Netflix. And that's what exactly Srishti was also saying, that when we work together, we are able to challenge each other. We are able to push each other. Yes, we fight. Uh, we we come back and, uh, you know, each of us, uh, not just the two of us, but even the larger team, we are all at every level where we have the informed captains. They're able to make their decisions. From an India perspective, the Netflix culture is different and it does take time for people mm-hmm. coming from different companies and teams and ways of working to come and adapt to it here. But I think once you once you understand what it's about and you understand that this is the best way of working at Netflix, I think it really sets you free. And it really brings a uh, you know, spring to your step because you're able to take those independent calls. Yeah. And of course, we're talking about the kind of freedom and responsibility. The informed captain idea you, you gave is that we try not to make decisions as groups, but we try to highlight one person to make the decision. And then that person pulls in information to be informed as possible to make that decision. Um, what's, what's exciting for you coming to work every day? Monica, I'll start with you. What, what ex- makes you excited about work? I uh, have always said that I like the places where I can cartwheel to work. And Netflix is truly one of those places. So I really enjoy the fact that I get to do so many things in a day. Like I get to uh, move across content formats. I get to work wide. I get to work deep on certain issues. Strategy is something which really is a very exciting part of my job. And also just meeting, you know, so many people across the company who do very different, different kinds of jobs. There's hyper-specialization, so you're constantly learning from your colleagues just as you're contributing to the process. And also the, the most important part, uh, which is as a creative person, that you get to work with all the talent in the industry, you know, which you have only dreamt of in different jobs because you've done certain part of jobs, worked with certain kinds of people, but at Netflix, it opens up the whole wide industry to you. So that's very exciting. And do you most of the time feel like you are cartwheeling to work? 
Yeah, on most days, yes. On most days, <laughs> yes. Except when uh, we have to do podcast recordings uh, <laughs> into the night. <laughs> well, I hope this didn't stress you out too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shristi, what, what makes you excited about coming to work? The people. Definitely the people. Uh, we have what we like to say, stunning colleagues. And I have never met such a bunch of extraordinarily talented people. Uh, you know, every day you come in, you strive to be deserving of where you are. And you know, you've got your A game. And at the same time, you know that people have your back because they're telling you things the way they are. And uh, they're going to call you out and make you the best version of yourself. Fantastic. All right, Monica and uh, Shristi, I'm going to end with asking what you're watching right now on Netflix. So Monica, what are you watching? Uh, I just finished the trial of the Chicago 7 uh, this weekend and I started the Queen's Gambit. I'm loving this Queen's Gambit. That's fantastic. Thank you for telling me. Uh, Shristi, what are you uh, watching? The Crown season four. Mm. <laughs> Which I'm assuming is going to be out for everyone by the time the podcast is out. It will be. <laughs> and, and also, also uh, let's just add Srishti, uh, uh, like cuts, which, uh, you know, <laughs> late into the night. So Late into the night, watching cuts, trying to make sure that other people, when they talk about what they're watching on Netflix, it's one of our titles. Yes. What, Srishti, what are cuts? When the film is, uh, or the series are being put together after the shooting, uh, there's an assembly of all the shots that come together and form the narrative. So we uh, they call the cuts. Uh, they start from a rough cut, Netflix cut one, and we get to see what it's, how it's all coming together before they do the music and the visual effects. And That sounds uh, like a wonderful process in the evening of like, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing. I'm helping making these. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> so Lyle, if anybody ever calls out an Indian show, then you know, you know the girls who made it. That's right. I'll, I'll contact both of you and congratulate you. Shishi and Monica, thank you so much for joining me on We Are Netflix. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Lovely chatting with you. We Are Netflix is hosted by Lyle Troxel. He's a senior software engineer at Netflix. You can keep up with We Are Netflix on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. To learn more about careers at Netflix, go to jobs.netflix.com.